Littleton Coin Company is ringing in the holiday season with daily deals. Visit littletoncoin.com for at least 15% off select products now through November 28th. Save on your favorite coins, such as Morgan Silver Dollars, Kennedy Half Dollars, Commemorative Quarters, and much more. But hurry, each day offers a new deal you don't want to miss. Visit us now at littletoncoin.com. That's littletoncoin.com. Littleton Coin Company, serving collectors since 1945. This season, prepare for every season with the Allbirds Mizzle Collection. These shoes were made for adventures in rain, shine, mist, or snow. Go to allbirds.com and use code FRESHSOCKS for a free pair of socks with your purchase. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and Pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. Bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, let's get into today's life-giving message. I am blessed because the life-giving message I am about to hear will change what I do. In Jesus' name, amen. So God, do what you do, what you do, because you do everything that you do so well. And so since you do everything so well, do it tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody say amen. Grab a seat. Let's go to work. So guys, we started this series on Sunday called Reality TV. And I said to you to name this month. I need you to always get in the habit of making sure that you don't let stuff set you, but you set stuff. That's why the Bible says that life and death are in the power of your tongue. I need you not to let the day tell you how it's going to be. I need you to tell the day how the day is going to be. I need you to wake up in the morning and say, this is the day that the Lord has made. And let me tell you something, day, you're going to work for me. Let me tell you something, day, you're going to bless me. Let me tell you something, day, every time I turn around, I'm going to see favor. Let me tell you something, day, even when I get frustrated, I'm realizing you are using it for my good. The Bible says you and I have the power to name something. Bishop, where do you get that from? He says, Adam, what do you want to call it? Y'all are going to talk to me tonight. He says, Adam, what do you want to call it? And everything that Adam called it thousands of years ago, it still got that same name today. Can I tell you, whatever you call your life today, it's going to keep that name. For You've got the authority to name your situation, to name your, stop talking about how bad it is. Instead, say, this is going to be my biggest testimony. Stop talking about how frustrated you are and instead say, I'm going to write a book about just how good God is, how he got me through this. You better be like Adam. It's been a spider since he said spider. It's been a zebra since he said zebra. It's been a lion since he said lion. And your next 12 going to be your best 12 since that's... Why are y'all sitting on what I'm saying tonight? Lay your hands on yourself and say, I choose to name it. I... So what are we naming the month of May? This is going to be my reality month. This is going to be a month where I see what I have spoken, where I see what I have sown, where I possess what I have prayed for. Say, so it's going to be real for me this month. You're not saying it with authority in this building online. I need you to type it. Say, it'll be real for me this month. Yeah, it was on your vision board, but it's about to be in your hand. All right, I'll just go by myself. I don't know who coming with me, but whoever going, I'll know by your praise. It was on your list of your targeted prayer list, but it's about to be in your hand. Yeah. Yeah, okay. 
it was on your uh, on what you emailed to somebody else, but it's about to be the contract in your hands. It was you were testifying to somebody else what you want to do one day, but baby, it's what you're going to do this month. It, say it'll be real for me this month. I need you to look at your hands. Why? Because your hands are about to have more than they've ever had. You're about to possess more than you've ever possessed. Say, it'll be real for me this month. And if you say that and the person on your robe doesn't respond with a praise, I need you to get up and get you another seat. I don't need you having no doubters around you. Open your mouth say, it'll be real for me this month. If your row ain't praising, please switch seats. Because I need some people that's going to ride with me where? To what I prayed for. Where am I riding to what I sold for? What am I riding to what I've given for? I... You can always find out who a hater is based on when you get blessed. If when you get blessed, they don't clap and shout, I need you to cut them out. I'll say it again. If when you get blessed, they don't clap and shout, I need you to cut them out. So let's name it. Say May 2021. You are the month. It'll be real for me. What? What? I ain't just gonna talk about it, baby. I'm about to walk it out. I'm not just gonna speak it. I'm about to see it. I'm not driving by the house. I'm getting the keys. I need you to. I, oh my God! I need you to. What am I doing? Turning back. Turning back. Turning back. I'm turning back. All right. Stop, 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 stop. All right. I just need you to use your authority. Stop being a punk in the spirit and use your authority. Say May 2021. You will be the month. What I prayed for will be real for me. I'll touch it. I'll experience it. I'll sleep in it. I'll walk on it. I'll own it. I'll possess it. This month. Facebook, you better type of praise. YouTube, you better type of praise. If you're in this building and you ain't praising, what did you come for? I... All right. That's why you've dealt with so much fake lately, to see if you would settle. He wasn't going to give you the real thing until you could be tested with a... Uh, uh, with a substitute. He wasn't going to give you the real thing until he could test you with a counterfeit. And I'm so glad you didn't settle. I'm so glad you didn't settle. I'm so glad you didn't keep, uh, you didn't stop pressing. I'm so glad you didn't stop giving. Somebody say, because it'll be real for me. This month. So let's go to work. I could close the laptop. We'd go home right now. He presented you several fakes to see if you would sell. 
He gave you, who am I talking to? He gave you several counterfeits to see if you would settle. Oh, but somebody said, I ain't going to be able to do it. I, let's go to work. Let's go to work. So our series, our series, my God, I could really stop right there. Our series is reality TV, and we're using some shows to teach, reality TV shows to teach some biblical principles. Sundays was, you remember, true life, the real Jesus, true life, the real Jesus. And we learn when we see how he is, we'll see how we should be. So I walk you through certain aspects of Jesus' life so you could see him. So when you saw him, you would see how you were supposed to be. The Bible says that he would teach in parables. A parable is a story that is used to illustrate a principle, which means everything about his life was teaching. Pay attention. Everything he did was to teach something. Everything he did was strategic. Everything he did was on purpose because it was a parable. Watch. It was something used to teach you a principle. So in 1 John 4, 17, the latter part of the verse says this. It says, because as he is, so also are we. In this world, the reason you watch me have always dealt with so much opposition is because the earth has never saw you as you. The earth has always saw you as him. You, you, you miss what I just said. The earth never saw you as a black woman, a white woman, a black man, a white man. The, the earth never what it saw you was him. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. The earth looked at you and said, we see him when we see you. And so, watch me. That's why, what did they try to do to Jesus? When he was a little boy, they tried to kill him. Since you were a child, you had some stuff that tried to kill you literally, mess with your identity. They were touched. Y'all, let's talk. They were, you, you were raped. You were molested. You were abused. You were dropped. You were rejected. Why? Because when you were born, the earth didn't see you. The earth saw him. So what did they do to him? They tried to kill him as a child. What did they do to him? He was misunderstood as a teenager. He wanted to be at church at the age of 12. He says, woman, did you not know I must be about my father's business? He wanted to be doing spiritual things while all of his counterparts were out doing other things. What does that mean? He never quite fit in, which explains why you never quite fit in. You, you couldn't get with this crowd. You couldn't get with this crowd. And watch me. And it wasn't until you got to harvest that you said, you know what? Who am I talking to? Until you said, listen, I knew I was different, but now I know why. God never let me fit in with regular people. I had to be around some other kings and priests. So, can I teach? <laughs> Let's go. So, so he, he, he never quite fit in with his contemporaries. And at the age of 12, he says, did you not know I must be about my father's business? There's always been a drive in you. You have always been driven. You have always wanted more. Can I explain your life to you? When other people were like, this is enough, you were like, mm-mm. When other people were in their little relationships settling for stuff, you were like, yeah, I, I know you just happy to be in one, but baby, I got to have Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. Uh, listen, when other people were just putting up with any old thing in their life, you were like, ah, but there's more. There's this drive in me that won't let me settle. And watch me, even when you've fall, fallen away from the Lord, isn't it funny how you always got back on track? Isn't it funny how some of y'all said, I'm done with church. Look at you in the building tonight. Isn't it funny how some of you said, I'm done with church, people. And look at you streaming tonight. Why? Because you are not you. You are him in the earth. Which means, which means contrary to popular belief, you don't actually have a choice. <laughs> you actually think you have a choice. He paid too much for you. 
Let me tell you something. If I paid a price for something, watch me, it's mine. I own it, which means you're going to do what I say do, when I say do, how I say do it, because I say do it. Why? Because I own you. And that's why 2,000 years ago, he bought you on the cross. Why? So he said, when I say jump, your response better be how high. And if you get off track, watch me. I'll let you act a fool for a while, but I will snatch you back. I I invested too much in you for you to die. I invested too much in you for you to overdose on pills. I I have invested too much in you for you to be some average curse perpetuating person. You were sent to rule and to reign and to conquer and subdue. The earth has never saw you as you. Look at the scripture. It says, because as he is, so also are we where? In the world. The world has never saw you as you. The world has always saw you as him. This is why you were confused as to why you were dealing with people, watch me, who all you were doing was talking about what you wanted to do, and it was attracting hate. (laughs) Watch me, watch me, watch me. Uh, Jesus, say Jesus. Jesus, here it is. He builds this team, and, 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 and he begins his ministry at age 30. He's building this ministry. We're going to talk about it in a moment. He's building this ministry, and, and one of the people on his team hates him. He hates him without cause. His name is Judas Iscariot. Judas means peephole in a door. Iscariot means traitor. He's literally the son of a traitor that looks through the door to get evidence. Please don't send me. Why would you send a traitor unless there was something of value in on the other side of the people? There's some people you've been mad at. I need you to not be mad. They were proof to you that the earth didn't see you as you. The earth saw you as him. Why? Because the earth dispatched the Judas to try to shut you down. I wish there were some honest people in here tonight. The earth dispatched the Judas to try to shut you down. Watch me. To make it over money. Let's talk tonight. They, they would trade you over some money. They would dis- disloyal over some money. They'd be disloyal over some acceptance by other people who didn't want them. They wanted to get close to you. And because Judas was close to you, they got close to Judas to get close to you. Please, 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 please understand. The world has never saw you as yourself, which is why you never dealt with stuff that's, watch me, normal. I want to preach. Who can be real in this building and online where when you look at your life, you're like, you're like, oh, my God. I listen to other people's stories, and I'm like, that's all you've been through? That's all you dealt with? Why? Because they ain't you. When the earth sees you, it sees him. When it sees them, it sees a square. Let's talk. It sees a regular person. That's just for some of y'all. It, it sees a regular person that's not going to do nothing, not going to accomplish nothing. It's not a threat. You do not dispatch an attack against something that's a non-threat. You only dispatch an attack against something that's a threat, which explains why your whole life, the moment you got out of one thing, you found yourself in a... Y'all ain't going to... The moment you beat one issue, all of a sudden you're looking at another issue. But you've been winning anyhow. I need the people that can tell your story like can't nobody else tell your story. That despite everything that's come against you, when you add it all up, you still are winning. I need the winners. Online, I just need you to do hashtag winning. In the building, lay your hands on yourself. Say winning. So watch. 
So I, I can literally stop right there and I'd be good. Watch me. As he is, so are we, so also are we, where? In this world. So I need you to understand that the world doesn't see you as you. It sees you as him. Whether or not you choose to act like that or not. <laughs> it sees you as him. Say the world sees me as him. Come on, let's go to work. Watch me. And we learned on Sunday, our soul must be renewed from our old habits to his habits. Because your spirit gets saved, your body doesn't, nor does your soul. When people say souls get saved, it's not souls that get saved. Because soul is your mind, thoughts, will, and emotion. That is renewed. It's your spirit that gets saved. Watch this. Ephesians 4, 24. And to put on the new self or the new habits created after what? The likeness of God and true righteousness and holiness. Which means I've got to see his habits. So then I'll know how to renew, or what did we learn renew means on Sunday? Renovate. I'll learn how to renovate my habits when I see his habits. And so I gave you a few areas. You remember there were uh, a few C's. The first uh, that I want to review tonight, it was his conduct. His conduct, Hebrews 12 and 2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Faith there is this Greek word, the language of our New Testament, immunah. Say immunah which means he was faithful. The reason Jesus was full of faith is because he was faithful. Consistent people always know it's going to work out. Watch me. Because if they can't bet on anybody else, they can bet on the fact that they are going to be consistent. I pray tonight, everybody, under the sound of my voice, you would be full of immuna, that you would be so faithful and you would be so consistent in the things of God, in your tithing, in your, their five T's, your treasure, your testimony, uh, your, uh, uh, your talent, all of those five T's. I pray you'd be so faithful in those that your faith would be full. Say, I am faithful, so I am full of faith. Say it again, I am faithful, so I am full of faith. That's why his faith worked. Jesus was like, if all the rest of these suckers leave me, come on, watch me. If all the rest of these suckers leave me, I can count on me. Who was, who was there with Jesus in his worst moment? Watch me. Only John, the beloved, out of all the other 12, his mama and one of the others. That was who was there with him in one of his worst moments of life. But why was he faithful to stay on the cross? Because he could bet on himself. You will always know it's going to work because if I can't depend on nobody else, I know I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. Say, I am immuna. I, I need you to say it with some authority. Say, I am immuna. I, if everybody else don't do what they're supposed to do, I bet you I got my assignment done. See, some of you, God, okay, oh, my God, I heard the Lord loud and clear. But some of you, like, God, when are you going to improve the quality of my team or my job? God says, no, I put you on that sloppy team of people because I need to show you how to be in you now, even around sloppy, trifling people that don't do what they're supposed to do. I need you to make sure you do what you are supposed to do. For every leader, that needs to be encouragement to you. Because sometimes you're like, God, when are you going to change my hand? And he says, I'll change your hand when you, get, when you realize that your hand was actually designed to produce faithfulness in you. This makes me want to shout. The hand I gave you was a hand that I could trust you with because I knew that you would produce a level of faithfulness in you. Other people were going to quit because they were going to say, well, so-and-so didn't do this, so-and-so didn't do this. But you were the one that like, well, guess what? Let's find us another so-and-so. Find us another so-and-so because the movement has got to continue to move. The business has got to continue to grow. The family has got to continue to walk in what God has ordained. Open your mouth and say, thank God for putting sloppy around me. 
because it made me in you now. God, that's good to me. God, that's good to me. God, that's good to me. Stop saying, when is it going to change? God says, I needed to develop in you now in you to where you can depend on you so that you never, ever put your faith in another person again. You trust people, but you don't put faith in people. And you only trust as much as you can verify. Listen. <sighs> okay, let's go. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So what does this mean? God says, I've given you this reward that if you go through this, at your name, but you have to go through this. Your name will only be given power if you can survive the pressure. If you can go through this at your name, every knee is going to bow. Every tongue is going to have to confess. You say, well, Bishop, there's people who say they don't believe in the Lord. Oh, listen, but they still have to confess. Every year when the world shuts down on Christmas, that's their confession. You don't even have to believe him, but you got to call his name Christ Mass. Come on here. Christ Mass. You got to still call his name. So you can talk your little atheist talk all you want. Talk your little agnostic talk all you want. Talk your little Muslim talk. Talk your talk all you want. But I bet you come December 25th, you're going to bow the knee and confess with your mouth. Never fight with an unbeliever. They're going to bow. Never fight with an unbeliever. They're going to confess. All right? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. His conduct. His conduct is that he was what? Faithful. Say, I'm faithful. Never let, please listen to me, especially leaders, never let the team dictate your immunity. You're the leader for a reason. If you're going to take on the spirit of who you lead, then why are you in the top seat? Your job is to set the temperature, not adjust to the temperature. And you say, Bishop, I don't know how to do it. I'll show you how to do it week by week. You, whenever the atmosphere ain't right, what do we do? We shift that atmosphere. Why? I'm the leader. I will not be led by you. I will lead you. I will not be led by you. I will lead you. You ain't the pastor. I'm. So what I look like letting you run me. Right playing, wrong man. Let's go. <laughs> His confessions. This is good to me. Romans 4, 17. In the presence of God in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist. So how does Jesus work with his confessions? These are his habits. His first habit was his conduct. He's faithful. His second habit is his confession. He doesn't call it what he is. He calls it what he wants it to be. This one is difficult because many times when you're frustrated, you call it what it is. This is a blank. I can't believe blank. I'm so mad at blank. If these blanks don't blankety blank, 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 I'm a blank, 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 blank. Don't y'all get quiet on me like you don't know where to go, how to fill in the blank. I saw your paper from the restaurant. You know how to fill in the blank. <laughs> watch, watch, watch. God says, when I see something, I call it what I want it to be, not what it is. So when I see you, watch me, when he saw Gideon, what did he say? You mighty man of valor. He didn't call, what did Gideon call himself? I'm of the weakest clan. My family ain't all of that. He said, mm -mm, we don't see you that way. We call you a mighty man of valor. What if God is offended by what you call yourself? 
Because his confession about you is their next 12. Going to be their best 12. His confession about you is you mighty woman of God. You mighty man of God. Look at you on today. Listen. Got to throw an on in there make it churchy. That's his confession. He didn't look at Lazarus and say, uh, oh, God, Lazarus dead. Didn't nobody tell me nothing. He looked at Lazarus. Lazarus, come here. Get up. Wake up. In other words, watch me. He was dead. And how dead was he? He was dead, dead, because he had been dead for three days and three nights. He was dead, dead. But watch me. God didn't call him what he was. He told him to wake up. Watch me. Which means when my, my confession has the power to go, please pay closer attention to what I'm about to say. My confession has the power to go retroactive. He had been dead for three days. But Jesus says, get up, come forth, wake up. Well, well, what did his confession do? His confession went back one day, went back another day, went back another day. And said, you didn't die, you just went to sleep. I need you to open your mouth and say, life and death on the power of my tongue. So I undo every negative confession I've spoken about my life I undo every curse I spoke over myself because of fear and doubt but now I put a new seed in the ground and my next 12 will be my best 12 starting now Retroactive. It's going to undo what you said about your money. Undo what you said about your family. Undo what you said about your marriage. Undo what you said about your relationship. Undo what you said about your future. Undo what you said about your business. It's retroactive. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, look. Conduct, confessions. Here's the next thing. We talked about the caliber of man that he was. We got to go. We learned that he was in full-time ministry. At age 30 with 12 full-timers, he was driven by assignment. He makes a career change. Please pay attention. He makes a career change and doesn't care about the money. Let me tell you the caliber of person you are. You are not driven by money. Money doesn't move you. Don't you make a decision based on, well, it's more money. Uh-uh. I'm driven by assignment, not money. Because if I'm in my assignment, money will find me. If I'm in my assignment, what I need will find me. If I'm in my assignment, what God... Open your mouth, say money chases me. I heard this from a preacher one time. It's old school, but we're going to use it. Say money cometh to me right now. I don't chase it. I don't chase it. It chases me. It chases me. Oh, there's some more. Oh, there's some more. Oh, there's some more. He's driven by assignment. For most Christians, your career changes are predicated upon. First thing people talk about, well, what's the money? First thing people talk about, well, what is it paying? And can I tell you, if that's your question, then you, you are not driven by assignment. You are driven by a love of money. And I pray that the love of money will be uprooted up out of you because you are not that simple. You are not that person. These are his habits. His habits said, I will leave the business I've been building for 30 years and shift. And watch me, I'll do more in three and a half years than I did the first 30 years. Why? Because I'm doing my assignment. How well did he do? He needed a CFO to count what he had. You better catch this. He needed a CFO to count in three and a half years what he did not accumulate in 30 years. Stop chasing money.
Let's go to this next one. Watch me. He had a house. What does that mean? He had ownership. He had ownership. He had ownership. He had ownership. Say, 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 I'm an owner. For some of you, you're going to own some stocks. You about to get you some crypto. Y'all ain't. You, you, watch me. You, what, what does that mean, Bishop? When I'm an owner, that means my money works for me. I don't work for it. Y'all better open your mouth and say, I'm an owner. I'm an owner. All right, watch me. He wasn't poor. He wasn't poor. What did we learn? That he's blessed to be a blessing. He was blessed to be a blessing. We talked about how they cast lots. They basically threw dice for his clothes because his clothes were so nice. He had a cloak that didn't have no hem, which meant that was a nice garment. It was one big old piece of fabric. And they were like, ooh, this is nice. No, this is nice. And the soldiers were like, let's, let's cast lots to see who gets his clothes. Let's not rip it and tear it into pieces. Let's, let's throw dice for it. L uh, all right, watch me. Say he was not poor. Even with the thorn, he triumphed. We learned Judas, uh, his CFO, who counted his money. Uh, watch me. Uh, watch me. <laughs> you missed that. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm going to help you. Watch me. Say, as he is, so am I. What if I told you, and, and don't respond to this if, if, if you don't want to see it in your life. Don't respond to this if you don't think it's possible. I just sit there and don't do nothing. Same thing at home. Don't do nothing. Watch me. Jesus did so well, he needed somebody else to count. Don't respond if you don't believe, please. Just sit there and don't do nothing. Just sit at home and don't do nothing. But what if I told you, God says, I want to bless you so abundantly for you to be a blessing to somebody else. You got to bring in help to count it up. Run me, my All right, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go. Even with the thorn, even with the thorn, he triumphed. Even with the thorn, he triumphed. So the man who's responsible for counting his money is stealing his money. Jesus knows he's stealing it, but Jesus realizes that he did. Please pay attention to this. He did not have time to deal with Judas's inconsistencies. Listen to me. In your next 12, stop fighting people and stop trying to fix people. I ain't fighting you. I ain't trying to fix you. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. All right, because he was like, listen, I can spend my time. Here's, here's what most people would have done if you had been Jesus. Come here, Judas, let's have a meeting. Now, Judas, now why are you stealing? You, you pull some reports out. Now, Judas, now I saw that crowd, and I know I asked everybody for $100 seed. Now, Judas, this don't add up. Now, Judas, we're going to need you to, where, where the money at? Watch me. You would spend all of your time, watch me, chasing a liar. How many of us can be honest that in our lives we spend a lot of our time going, watch me, paying attention to who doesn't do right and ignoring who does everything? You, if you say stand up, they stand up. You say turn around, they turn. We spend too much time chasing a Judas instead of tending to John. Quiet in the building. Some of y'all now, you're like, nah, I'm going to go with Shirley because we're going to get together on Saturday and figure out why she's been acting like this. Because she's a snake. You know she's a snake. She's always been a snake. Matter of fact, even when she talks, you see a snake in her own. Let her be what she going to be, but you got to keep it moving. What is Jesus' habit? I am not going to spend time sitting having a meeting with you, Judas, about why you don't do right. Watch me. And Judas, by the way, you'll self-destruct. So I'm not even going, watch me, I'm not even going to remove you. You'll remove yourself. 
Some of y'all need to, watch me, you spend too much energy with people. I'm going to tell them I'm cutting them off. They'll go. Why? When they see you focused and not paying attention to them, they'll walk anyhow, yo. All right, let's go, let's go, let's go. Even with a thorn, he triumphs. Say, even with a thorn, I will triumph. Most of us want stuff to be perfect. I need everything to be right. I need all these things to be together, and then it'll work. And Jesus is like, no, even with a thorn. The man counting his money was stealing Jesus' money. But Jesus did so well, he was like, I'm still good. But if I turn my attention from my mission to deal with show trifling behind, And watch me, and for some of you all, your Judas is your blood. And you're conflicted because you're like, well, but we, but, but we need to get this together. And now, let me tell you what you need to learn how to do. You need to learn how to pray, watch me, and keep it moving. Because what some people want is they are attention whores. They want all the attention. They want to suck up the energy. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. They got them attention legs open all night. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. Just pay me some attention. Come over here and call me. Why you didn't say nothing to me? What, y'all? Some of y'all quiet now because I'm in your stuff. Then he had a tecton anointing. <laughs> Let's move on. He had a tecton anointing. 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 I was watching this movie yesterday called uh, Incarnate. And, um, you know, um, I didn't finish it. <laughs> so towards the end, it watched me. But I was watching this movie. I, I like watching horror movies because, one, they're funny. Um, a lot of them just funny. And then you know what's going to happen. I like it because it's dependable. It's immune you now. <laughs> I know exactly what's gonna happen. He, she gonna see the she gonna see the, the scary person over here. She go, oh my god, oh my god, and then she go, ah, oh. like how you ain't nothing there to trip on. <laughs> but I know what to expect, so I like it. There's a level of comfort that I have. That's just me. Okay, so that's just me. And so I was watching the movie, and in the movie they were they were they had these little images, and they're talking about energy. They were saying, in the movie, they were saying this, this little boy was uh, possessed. He had a demonic possession. And, and they were saying, here's his energy. And in the middle was the black. And the black was this demon that was feeding off of his energy. And then at one part of the movie, pay attention. Here's the line for you. In one part of the movie, they said, she's feeding. In other words, they said, she's trying to consume all of his energy now. Please listen. For many of you, you have people around you that start stuff, start mess, start drama. And they're trying to feed So sometimes you need to say, listen, I'm not dealing with that today. I'm not going to be bothered with that today. Don't come over here with that today because you ain't about to feed off of my energy. I need my energy so I can keep evolving. All right, so look. So look at this. He had a tecton anointing. What does that mean? He's a builder. Say, I'm a builder. Remember, we're learning his habits so we see how we should be. He's a builder. Mark 6 and 3. Is this not the carpenter? Carpenter means tecton. It's bigger than a builder. It's bigger than a carpenter. He just wasn't laying carpet. He just wasn't installing two by four. <laughs> he wasn't just doing the plumbing. He was more like a general contractor. General contractor doesn't do everything. They contract everything out, which is why Jesus built a team of people that had the skills because he didn't have the time to do that. I can't heal and count my money. I can't heal and run my own security. 
I can't heal and do everything. So watch me. So what did I say? I pray that all the skills you need will be drawn to you for your next. There's some stuff you don't know how to do, but God's going to draw that skill set of person to you. You keep saying, I just need something. I don't know how to do this. God says, I'm going to draw that skill set to you. Why? You are GC, baby. You are general contractor. You are tech Tom. You don't have to know how to do everything. You just don't have to know how to get everything done. Say, I'm a tech Tom. All right. And, and then, watch me. Then we looked at his consciousness. Say, his consciousness. All right, so his conduct, his confessions, his caliber, his consciousness. Luke twenty two forty two, saying, Father, if, it, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. What's the cup? Is there, let me have a, is there a cup over there? A cup, somebody got a cup, that'll work. I'll take the cup back there. All right. So here's the deal. All right. So, so here's the deal. Where's in the cup? Water, okay. Yeah, I just want to be sure, okay. All right, so check this out. Jesus said, I have a cup in front of me. And wouldn't that be funny if I opened a cup and it wasn't water? <laughs> I, I'm just, I know, I'm just. Spirits. Listen. <laughs> I know we're joking. Somebody say, have fun in church. Got to have fun in church, all right? Can't come to church and just look mad all the time. Yeah. Got to have fun. So check this out. The cup was, I am going to have to drink something that's painful, something that's bitter, something that's uncomfortable, something that's difficult, something, I, watch me, I've never done before. And it's all in this cup, and I have to drink it. For those of you movie lovers, it's all in this cake, anime block, and you got to eat the cake. <laughs> Come on, Frost, this cake good, ain't it? Listen, you got you to gotta drink from the cup. Say, I have to drink from the cup. Uh-oh, open your mouth, say with authority, say, I have to drink from the cup. Here's the problem. You sipped it a little bit and didn't like the taste. And because you didn't like the taste of a couple of sips, you set the cup back down and said, well, if it's going to be that painful, I don't want to do it. If it's going to be that difficult, I don't want to do it. If it's going to be that challenging, I don't want to do it. And God says, well, the problem is if you don't sip from this cup, you can't have what's on the other side of the cup. And for some of y'all, you keep telling God, I've never done this before. And so you're drinking from it like, oh, it's so scary. And God's like, if you don't drink that drink, you ever said something was difficult as you were doing it? So, okay, so watch me. So yesterday, yesterday, yesterday I went to Axon, all right? I went to Axon. Somebody said, Bishop, that's what you've been training for. No. And, and, and it's not as easy as it looks, but let me tell you something. But I won. I was victorious. Now, listen, today I only posted on social media. Today I only posted when, when, when she was training, when she was training how to do a back one. You know how to do it backwards. And I said, let's do that at the end. I said, because I need to go on and win. I don't need to, watch me, she says, you want to learn some tricks? I said, I don't want to learn no tricks right now. I need to win. Because some of you are, watch me, some of you are trying to get involved in higher level stuff, and you need to master the basics. So, 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 it was one backward, and I threw it back, and it did not hit the board. I mean, it just went into the pile of, of wood on the floor. Uh, but, but I posted that one. Later on, I'm going to post the one, watch me, where I get the championship belt. Where I won. Watch me. I had never done it before. And so when I went in, there was this girl. Let me, let me show you what she was doing. Because when I went in, when I went in, I was on a call. I was handling business. When I walked in, uh, uh, I wasn't really paying attention. When I walked in, this girl was in one of the lanes. She got an axe. This an axe. This an axe. She got an axe. And I was very uncomfortable <laughs> with how loose she was handling this axe. 
Because she's just sitting over there, Kelly Kapowski, just laughing. I, <laughs> I said, girl, if you don't have. So, I, the, so the, the way I was doing the paperwork was up here. She right there. So I moved over here. I asked the gentleman, I said, sir, um, so has anyone ever thrown it back like that? Because she's standing right here. You standing right here like you in her direct line of malfunction. If she don't get this right, it's going to get you, sir. And he starts laughing. <laughs> he starts laughing. No, it's never happened, but wow, you know, I never thought about that. I said, well, y'all should probably think these things through. How am I coming in finding all of the safety violations? <laughs> right? So I never done it. I get the axe. I throw the axe. And I'm, I just, so, you know, I'm like, this is a whole, like, this is like, you know, like Jason stuff. Like, like this is a whole axe. This ain't no pretend axe. This a this a axe. They got an inner hunk of wood. This a axe axe. So now I'm second guessing it. Like, no, I need to go to prayer. <laughs> so let, me, let me go live or something. <laughs> so then I start going. No, no, no. And, and so I say, I had a few bad. I had a few bad throws. Had a few bad throws. And then all of a sudden, I figured it out. Then she taught me a move. I'm going somewhere with this. Touch touch yourself. Say, stay with Bishop. Can't touch your neighbor yet, almost. Let's <laughs> see. Uh, see. Stay with me. Here it is. So, so this is the normal way. All right, you do it like this. She said, you want to do one-handed? I said, I don't know. I said, I, this is my first time, baby girl. You're doing too much. I said, but let me try it because I feel like, and then she said, no, you can put your hand back. You don't need the hand like that. I said, okay. And then I did that one hand. Boom, bullseye. I was like, wait a minute. Bullseye. I said, wait a minute. <laughs> Boom, four. <laughs> Which is right next to the bullseye. <laughs> You're going to catch the point in a minute. Watch me, watch me. Had I approached something new with fear, I would not only have not won, but I would have walked out of the door and never started. Some of you, God has set some stuff in front of you and said, now it's new, it's different, you're not used to it, it's, it's, it's going to be uncomfortable, but I need you to drink from this cup. Because if you don't drink from this cup, you cannot have what's on the Some of you feel alone. I need you to learn how to love yourself by yourself. Drink from this cup. Open your mouth and say, drink from the cup. Because you, what you think you may fail at, you may end up winning. You missed what I just said. What you think is going to be so difficult, you might discover you were built for it. What you think is so challenging, you might discover, wait a minute, I just found a new talent that I didn't even know that I had. And I wouldn't have found it unless I drank from the... This is the habit he has. So I rebuke your fear. I rebuke your phobias that make you say, I can't. I rebuke your atelophobia. That is the feeling of not being good enough. I need you to open your mouth and say, I can do it. I say, if the cup is in front of me, watch me drink. Come on, y'all. Say, if the cup is in front of me, watch me drink. These are his habits. Let's go. So, so, so what, what made Jesus keep it moving? What made Jesus make it happen? Something interesting happens. He is God in the flesh. He is the anthropos. To demonstrate the relationship between a spiritual father and a spiritual son, he makes himself his son. To demonstrate what submission looks like. 
So he prays a prayer and says, Father, if it's your will, let this cup pass from me, even though he's talking to himself. Uh-uh, I need some of y'all looking confused. Uh-uh. Deuteronomy 64, heal Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. See, watch me. Water is water. If I heat it up, it's steam, but it's still. If I freeze it, it's ice, but it's still. Ice, ice, baby. So watch. God's the same way. There are not three different people. Me, this is not like mortal combat with the elder gods sitting in the temple. Three people. They're not here. You come here, and then and then let me have uh, here. You come, son. Come on, come on. Th- there are not. <laughs> there is not. There is not. There are not three people. No, I just need three. No, two of me. Just three. That's okay. That's all right. All right. Here we go. I, th- th- there's not three people up there. Like the lo- the father doesn't look over my son. This is not happening, okay? So this, what does it mean he's seated at the right hand of the Father? Right hand is a Hebrew idiom for authority, which means he now restored the authority Adam gave up. He now restored that authority to us. He doesn't look over at the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Ghost, won't that go down? Get thee down to the earth that you might fill them. Go, fill them. Oh, Shabbat he is one. Say one. He manifests himself as son. So he said, I'm going to teach y'all how to submit. And, and I'm going to give you a perfect example of submission because I'm going to do it. I'll help you when you need help. So watch me. I will manifest myself as the Holy Ghost. But then I won't even be out here. I'm going to come and dwell in here. So that wherever you go, watch me, not only does the world see him, but watch me, but you're full of him. Which means from the inside to the outside, I'm all him. If I got that, that this is important. Why is this important? Because something happens early on. The Bible says that this voice descends and says, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. Why did he say that? Because now, Jesus is the theanthropos, 100% God, 100% man. So much man you can't believe is God, so much God you can't believe is man. So when he says, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased, he's talking to himself about himself. But he's explaining, watch me, I'm not pleased until you obey. So now the voice drives him and says, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. Say the voice drove him. Say it again, say the voice drove him. So that means from that day and even pre, pre that day, because you can look at the life of Jesus and you see that the voice has always been driving him. That's why at the age of 12, he says, I must be about my father's business. Some of the earliest words we hear Jesus say make it very clear that he is driven by a voice. It makes it very clear that he is driven by a voice. While other people are driven by desire, he's driven by the voice. Come on, you'll catch it. While other people are driven by money, he's driven by the voice. While other people are driven by popularity and fame, he's driven by the voice. While other people are driven by social media likes and shares, he's driven by the voice. Y'all still with me? So this voice is what drives him. Say the voice. Now, now watch me. Thank you, gentlemen. Here it is. We're, we're almost done. The voice uh, is a singing competition. Anybody watch the show? Did it still come on? Awesome. It's a singing competition where the winner is chosen, play close attention, by viewers voting. Wow. Which means you're only good if everybody says you're good. 
And while the democratic acceptance of applause is the world's way of affirming the verse, the voice, it is not God's way. In fact, let's go here. There are lots of misunderstandings about God's voice. And you think because it's popular that it's God. You think because when you told your friends, he said, that's God, that is God. You think because there's democratic acceptance of it, that that's God. And because people say, ooh, child, confirmation.com. Why, why are there misunderstandings? Because there can be one or four voices that you're hearing. You ready? Number one, you can be talking to yourself. <laughs> now, I need, I need everybody to listen very closely here. Because many, can I be honest with you as a pastor? Okay. Can I be, I'm going to do it either way, but it's just nicer when you say yes. Can I be honest with you? I sometimes hear Christians say stuff, and I'm like, (laughs) okay, good luck with that. (laughs) Stuff they say is God, all right? First of all, God is not a motor mouth. He ain't running his mouth all day. The Bible says in Hebrews 12, when he does speak, he shakes stuff. So for those of you talking about, I just was talking to God the other day. Baby. Okay, let's walk through it. Say, let's walk it out, Bishop. Uh Uh-uh, don't y'all get quiet now. Y'all was shouting a minute ago. All right, you can be talking to yourself. Jeremiah 17 and 9, the heart. What have I taught you heart means in Scripture more often than not? The mind. The mind is deceitful. The Hebrew word leb, L-E-B, is deceitful above all things, which means your mind will lie to you. You'll say it's God because it's what you want to do. You want to quit, so you'll say, God told me. <laughs> Y'all are quiet in here tonight. You, you want to you wanna rough them up, so you say, the Lord told me the kingdom suffers violence. But <laughs> Your mind is deceitful. It is a liar. You lie to you more than the devil lies to you. The heart is deceitful above what? All things. That includes the enemy. And it's desperately, what is it? It's sick. Which means your mind always wants medicine. So it will feed itself a voice that medicates its misery. Because you don't want to, watch me, because you don't want to grow and mature with your spouse, you will hear, eh, just quit. Not because of any legit reason to quit. Just because you don't want to do the work to mature. So because you're sick in the head, your mind hears what it wants to hear. Because somebody wasn't nice to you the way you think they should have been nice. You think, I ain't, I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it no more. I ain't, I ain't doing it no more. Watch me. Watch me. It's deceitful and it's sick. Look at the last part. Who can understand it? You ever heard somebody say, I have a good, the Bible says, you don't even know that. So, number one, when it comes to the voice, many times you can be talking to yourself. You will manifest your will in a third person's voice and hear it. And I hear Christians say stuff, and I know it's going to get real, and it's my job as your pastor to keep it 100, okay? I hear Christians say stuff that God would never say. Bishop, I was in the shower, and the Lord told me to just stay home from church today with my family. You a liar. You a liar. You a whole liar. And everybody that believes that is, is deceived. The Lord told me to take my tithes and to go send it to the Red Cross. You a whole lie. 
The Lord told me I didn't have to forgive today. You are lying. He would never say something new that contradicts something he said of old. He wouldn't. It's quiet in the church. Which means either you know somebody like this or you do somebody like this. But thanks be to God, you're going to know his voice after tonight. Let's go. So you can be talking to yourself. So there can be a lot of confusion. Sometimes I hear Christians say stuff like this. The Holy Spirit told me. And then, I, you know what I do? I say, well, what do he sound like? Because many Christians lie on God. What happened is you were thinking. <laughs> and a thought came up. And now because the, you think it's a good idea, you're like, here, oh, here you go. The Holy Spirit dropped this in my spirit. It's quiet in this building. We're gonna, it's going to be a hard work a job tonight. Oh, God, come on, let's get through this. Okay, okay, all right. So the, so, the, so the Lord drops stuff now? <laughs> so, so the Lord, so the Lord, <laughs> he just was like, <laughs> he just dropped it? How do you know that what you believe you're experiencing is not God? Is because it does not line up with the word of God point blank bottom line. Instead, it feeds the sickness that your mind has. So that means you need to interrogate every voice you hear. It's quiet. You need to interrogate every thought you have. It's quiet in the church. Let's go to the next one. All right, people's unbiblical opinions. This is the next voice you can be hearing. For some of you, you are driven by the voice of someone that's no longer on the planet. And the limit they put on you with their voice saying you'd never be, you'd never do. I was talking to a pastor the other day, and I said, you have been driven your entire ministry by your mama's voice to, to be what she thought you were supposed to be. And that has made you feel like a failure, but you were never supposed to be that because she don't know what she's supposed to be. People's unbiblical opinions. There's no scripture. Whenever people come to you and say, the Lord says, say, great, give me a scripture for that. Back it up with Bible. It's quiet. I need y'all not to be gullible. I need y'all not to let somebody on Clubhouse play you. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. I need you not to let somebody on social media play you. Talking about, oh, beloved, the Lord gave me a word for thee. People's unbiblical opinions. Watch this scripture. Second Chronicles 22 and 4. He did what was evil in the sight of the Lord as the house of Ahab had done. For after the death of his father, pay close attention, they were his counselors to his undoing. So here he is listening to people who are ungodly, unspiritual, and he's taking their counsel like it's God's voice. Interestingly enough, the voice there you read the previous verse, was actually his mother. The Bible says she was his counselor in doing wicked. Every time he didn't want to do right, he went to her and said, Mama. <laughs> and his mama said, well, you ain't got to do it. <laughs> it's quiet. Come on, stay with me. <laughs> how many of us can be honest that sometimes we've let people's unbiblical opinions play in our mind? just play, 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 play. And now, before you know it, you think it's true. And in America, here's um, how American culture seems to work now. If you lie long enough, people believe it's the truth. 
It's still a lie, though. Here's the third voice you could be hearing, all right? Satan talking. Got it? He can talk. Say, he can talk. How do you know he can talk? He's been talking since the beginning. You know what's amazing? He never actually took anything from Eve. He made her give it up. He never took anything from Adam. He made it give it up. And I just need some of y'all to get some authority tonight and say, but I won't any further. Say it with some authority. Say, I won't give up anything any further. Because there used to be, if you grew up in church, you heard songs like this. I know this is a lot of meat now. I gave you, I know it's really meaty right now. A lot of meat, like you chopping through it. Okay, it's a lot of meat. It's a lot of meat, okay? It's a lot of meat. All right, here we go. If, if you grew up in church, you heard this song, uh, or you heard this, um, this, this type of belief, this type of thought process that I'm going into the enemy's camp, and I'm going to take back what he stole. Who heard that? Okay, so question, what you going to do about the stuff you gave him? Because all he did was walk up to Eve. All he did was walk up to Eve. All he did was walk up to Eve. Will you be my Eve? Would you come be Eve? Would you come, come, come be my Eve real quick? All he did was walk up. Come on, you're going to be the devil. Y'all ask the Lord to use you. You don't get to tell him how he used you. Now watch this. Eve has the authority of God. Eve is in the image and the likeness of God. So what does he say to her? Uh, hey, how you doing? First problem, you never entertain a conversation with someone that is not even on your. Right? right watch me. Because Genesis 19 teaches that when angels appear in the earth, they appear as, as men, as human beings. So what she saw was not a snake there. That, it was not a snake. The word serpent in the Bible means deceiver, not snake. So she was talking to a man. But watch me. But you're in the image of God, which means an angel is less than you. So, so, so why then are you having, you need to be having a conversation with another son of God, not an angel. Some of y'all get trapped up in situations. Watch me. It's because you went fishing too low. And now you're entangled and you got you a catfish. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. They were never here. Oh, my. I, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. So watch me. So, 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 so basically the conversation goes like this. Um, listen, uh, this fruit. Fruit is a Hebrew idiom for sex. This fruit. Juicy fruit. <laughs> this this fruit. Somebody say this fruit. That's why I gotta go. This fruit. This fruit. Um, you know, what's what's really going on? Well, God has said. Why did she say it like that? Because she didn't hear God say it. Adam told her because she wasn't there when God told Adam. So we have to use deductive logic to ascertain that Adam was the one that told her. So watch me. Please pay close attention. She he gets her to get from up under her covering. Adam was her covering. He told her, don't mess with this fruit. She out there having conversations with ninjas. Talk about, come on over here. Let's go. It's quiet in this church. 
Be careful if the voice that you're hearing is leading you away from what covers. All right, so then watch this next part. Y'all still with me? I'm almost done. So then, you know, God had said that we shouldn't eat from the trees in the, in, in the midst of the garden, so in that day we'll be like him. The enemy says, well, he knows that the day you eat, you're going to be just like him. So she looks at the fruit. It's, it's attractive to the eyes. So whenever Satan, <laughs> whenever Satan is speaking, he appeals not to your spirit, but to your flesh. He appeals to your senses. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. He appeals to your senses. You know it's the enemy because he ain't coming with scripture and Bible. He coming with don't it look good. Don't it feel good? Don't it smell good? Don't it taste good? Flip that thing up. Turn that thing around. Drop that thing. Drop it low for Jesus. Listen. <laughs> Stay with me. <laughs> Stay with me. So what happens? The Bible says she partakes of the fruit. I've taught you before Wednesday. I've got I to gotta move. I've taught you before what actually happened there. There was no apple. She's like, I don't know. That's a good apple. It was a whole situation going on. And the Bible said it was an entanglement. It was the original entanglement. That red table, like that red apple, it was an entanglement. I'm telling you, it was not a red apple. It's just like, okay. And what does the Bible do? Uh-oh, uh-oh, what's the Bible do? It says, and, 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 and she gives to a husband that is with they got a whole situation going on in the garden. So then what happened? So then what happened? You're going to be Adam right there. Come on. <laughs> it's a whole situation. Say it's a whole situation. So, so then, then, then watch me. It's the next morning. No, baby. No, baby. No, baby. <laughs> Listen. There's a whole situation going on. Everybody watch me. Pay attention. Pay attention. Pay attention. Come on, Facebook. Pay attention. Pay attention. Come on, YouTube. Pay attention. Come on, Twitter video. Pay attention. All right, so there's a whole situation going on. So the next morning when they wake up, he gone. He look over at her. She look over at him saying, what has we done it last night if? <laughs> Stop the song. The people of God can't focus. They try to sing Black Street. Stop the song. <laughs> they doing verses and everything. Listen. <laughs> For my digital family, you have to come to the building in Denver or when we open up in Atlanta at least one time. Because digital is amazing, but in the building. Can y'all just make some noise and give God glory tonight? Come on. It's amazing. All right. What have we done? Now, now check this out. Satan is gone, but he left them with shame. So Adam wakes up the next morning. Eve wakes up the next morning. They look at one another. And you want to know what happens? Then the Bible says they go make coverings for themselves. Put this on. <laughs> Come on here. <laughs> Come on here. <laughs> they go... They're going to make covenant, but that's what it was because it was like, 
He was like, fig trees. So that's basically, you know. <laughs> Come on. They make covers for themselves. And they go high. The Bible says the eyes of both of them are open, and they see that they're naked. Watch me. Satan, when he lies to you, he'll say it, then leave you. Then when you open your eyes and see what you did, you'll say, what did I do? And then what does he leave you with? The shame of what you did. So now they try to watch me. What do they do next? Cover up. And I pray that some of you watch me, that you learn to give it up to God instead of try to covering up from God. Whoa, come on, y'all. Say, Lord, I will not cover it up from you, but I'll give it up to you. Every failure, every mistake, every dumb decision, I will not cover it up. It's a word. So he leaves them with the shame now. So then the Lord comes. I'm going to be the Lord. And so the Lord comes. Come on, give me some Lord. Give me some King Jesus music. But Jesus, see, that was North Africa. So Jesus had a swag when he walked. You understand? <laughs> Jesus walks in. He's like, look here. Now, Adam is not where he's supposed to be. Watch me. Adam is not on his post because this voice led him away from me. Me and Adam met every day at the same time in the cool of the day. We waited for it to get cool because we were going to be walking around in the hot. Read your Bible. It's the cool of the day. And we walk. And, we, and Adam, where are you at? So he says, Adam, where are you? And I love the Lord because you know he's petty. Yes. You think I don't see y'all back here behind the tree? We find them. It's a movie. Come out, you two. Uh, Adam. What's going on? He says... He says, we hid ourselves because we are naked. God says, stop. Who told you that you was naked? <laughs> oh, so you ain't even going to take no responsibility? Son, I can't even believe that this is how you're going to come at me. You were mentored by the best. You were fathered by the best. You were led by the best, which means, watch me, the condition of the follower is not the responsibility of the leader. So, so this is what, what y'all doing? Oh, oh, okay, it's the woman. Come here, Eve. Now, Eve, now, listen, come on now. Now, I'm trying to figure, what y'all ain't done? You fail. I can tell that. Y'all over here hiding. You got this little towel. This little towel ain't doing nothing, baby girl. I don't know. Give me my towel. That towel ain't doing nothing. Sitting here. Take that towel over there. Sitting over here. Who made you do? What happened? It was the devil. The devil. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. When it's time for accountability, he's not there. So he summons the serpent. Come. Hurry up. Moving on slow. 
can't believe Adam tripping like this with me. I had plans for him. He was me in the earth. <laughs> he was my image and my likeness. As I am, so was he. Everything I could do, he could do. And he gave up that authority because one night of pleasure Y'all ain't going to talk to me. He gave up that authority listening to your lying. So I tell you what, cursed be you, the Lord said. He says, now on your belly you shall go. <laughs> no, 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 you ain't got to get all the way down. That's good. I like that you're in character, though. He be in character, don't he? He be in character. He be all the way in character. Like, he goes all the way up. Then he says to the woman, because you have done this, when you have kids, this going to hurt. You're going to remember every time they holler and push, you're going to remember that you should have pushed the devil back. And Adam, because you, watch me, because you listened to her and disregarded my voice to honor her voice. Oh, God, I need somebody to hear me tonight because somebody you think you've been doing Bible by dishonoring him to honor her. Y'all ain't saying that to me. By dishonoring him to honor them. He says, because you dishonored my voice and honored her voice, he says, from the sweat of your brow you shall eat, you shall go. He says, listen, you can't come in the garden no more. So come over here, Eve. Come on here. You over here, you in the garden of Eden. There's going to be an angel, a cherubim, with a flaming sword to keep you out. You can't never come back to Eden. So this is why in families, there's separation. While the father feels like he's separate from the mother and the children. Y'all ain't talking. Even in non-blended families, why? Because what Adam did was he created a separation that says, we over here, he's over there. So even in some of y'all's households now, you can see it. Because daddy over there, everybody else over here. I got to quit because I'm out of time. Is this helping anybody? I got to quit because I'm out of time. I got to quit because I'm out of time. So, so watch this. So watch this. The voice that they ended up listening to was Satan. That voice robbed them of everything. Until. If I was in a Baptist church, this would be where we get ready to close it. Somebody say until. Thank you all. Say it again. Say until. God stepped in a body. That body was called Jesus. That body came down to the earth. That body lived a perfect and sinless life. And he said, let me undo everything that Adam did so that once again, as I am, so will they be. Say, as he is, so am I. As he is, so am I. Which brings us to that last voice. That's God's voice. Matthew 24, 35. Everybody stand. We're done. It's Matthew 24, 35. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Words there. There's two, say words. He didn't say my word will not pass away. He said my words will not pass away. There's two words there. Rhema and logos. Everybody pay attention. These are the two primary ways God speaks to you. Say the voice. Many are looking for a voice when you need to look at a verse. You want a burning bush experience not realizing that the burning bush means what you're about to carry is going to burn you. Y'all hear? 
You want an angelic visitation that realizing, Mary, if I come visit you, I'm about to tell you your whole life is about to be messed up for the next several years. You want a level of communication that you don't understand the responsibility that comes with that level of communication. You want to have a Moses relationship. I talk Moses face to face, mouth to mouth, but Moses disrespected me once and I shut him off. I keep giving you grace. This is too much. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. What's the logos? The logos is his voice in a verse. It's the written word. That's why we have our app. What's his rhema? His rhema is what he's saying now from what he said then. This is why we come to church to get rhema. You just sat and listened to me give you an hour of rhema. Sunday, you're going to get an hour of rhema. What is rhema? This is what God is saying based on what he said. What God is saying based on what he said. What he's saying based on what he said. As the Bible says, man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word, every rhema that proceeds from the mouth of God. Which means I need church. I need the messages. I need the word. I can't go a day without it. Why? Because I need rhema. I need fresh bread every single day. And here's the deal. It may be bread from a message Bishop preached months ago, years ago, but it'll be fresh for me today. It'll be fresh for me today. Why? It is rhema. Open up your mouth. Say, there's rhema. There's rhema. There's rhema. Harvest, there's rhema in the house. There's rhema in the house. I don't have to worry. I don't have to wonder. I don't have to walk in confusion because there's rhema in the house. And Psalm 119 says this, 105, your word is a lamp to my feet. We going home, y'all. Watch me. And a light to my path. Here's what that means. Say it's a lamp. That means it's going to make things glisten like they're wet. This is why you can be sitting in church and then all of a sudden some be like, oh, you ever had a moment where you listen to a message and then something finally clicks for you? It's because his word glistens like it's wet. In other words, there's your victory over there. That's what's been blocking your breakthrough over there. It's glistening now like it's wet. He says, it's a lamp to my feet. What does that mean? The word is going to help me endure my journey. Why haven't I give up, given up? I've got logos and I got rhema. I got rhema that tells me my next 12 will be my. I got rhema that tells me that all things work together for my. I got rhema that tells me my next 12 will be my best financial 12. Open up your mouth and say, I've got a rhema. And I've got logos. That's how I endure my journey. I am doing my journey because I've got a voice that's speaking to me. I am doing my journey because I got fresh bread that's being delivered to me. That's why I haven't quit. That's why I haven't given up. Somebody say, I've got a rhema. And it's a light to my path. Watch this. It means it illuminates things, making decisions clear. Production goes stage black. Watch this. Production goes stage black. Music off. Production goes stage black. Go stage black. Go stage black. Go stage black. Amen. Let's close this too. Now look, I'm light-skinned. You can't see me. All you see, watch me. The only thing you see, watch me. The only thing you see is when the light reflects off of my head. And that's because I'm bald. No deep spiritualism. <laughs> Watch me. Say it's dark. And this is what areas of your life will feel like. Pitch black. Dark. Totally, totally unsure of what to go, of where to go, of what to do, of what decision to make. And this is why the enemy sometimes fights you with your consistency. 
And sometimes those of you that are consistent, he fights you with you actually applying what you hear. I rebuke your fear of what you hear. I rebuke your fear of what you hear. I rebuke your fear of what you hear. So here's what the Bible says. What I'm going to do with the word is I'm going to illuminate. In other words, it was dark one moment. But, but now when the word begins to come, what was dark, things are going to begin to illuminate. You'll catch it. What was dark, things will begin to illuminate. What was dark, things will begin to illuminate. But was dark things begin to illuminate. And all of a sudden, I didn't know where I was, but now the word has made it clear. All of a sudden, I wasn't sure what to do, but the word has made it clear. I was tripping over stuff. I was running into stuff, but the word has made it clear. Say, Logos and Rhema make my decisions clear. Put a, Put a praise on that. 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 You're going to know exactly what to do. You're going to know exactly how to handle it. You're going to know exactly what steps to take. These are the two primary ways that the voice speaks. It's not a burning bush. Because some of you have felt like, God, I must not be as spiritual as some other people. Because they be, anybody ever felt like that? Be like, God, have you ever thought this, God, why won't you talk to me like that? Can I let you in on something? He wasn't talking to them like that. Not all cases, but most cases. The two primary ways he speaks is his logos, written word, and his rhema. His rhema. His rhema. Can I tell you? He's speaking. He didn't leave you without a voice. He didn't leave you without a voice. Now, I know tonight's message, somebody said, well, Bishop, what about this? What about this? Come back on Sunday. I'm going to color in the color and sheet on Sunday. Everything we didn't get tonight. But I just need every hand lifted in this building, every hand on line. Say, Lord, I thank you for your voice. It's a light. It's a lamp. Put that scripture up for me. It's a light. It's a lamp. It's how I endure my journey. It makes my decisions clear. It'll make things glisten. So I pay attention. From this day forward, things will begin to glisten for me. What I'm supposed to do, the steps I am supposed to take, will glisten for me. Say no confusion, no doubt, no inner turmoil in Jesus' name. Did y'all get something out of this word tonight? What a word, huh? Hey, listen, if you need to become a Christian tonight, take out your phone. If you need to become a Christian, you need to recommit yourself, Lord, or you need to be sure wherever you're at tonight, I want you to get your phone out. And while you're doing that, everybody, everybody, pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. Because of that love. I can live. Thank you for your voice. The two primary ways you speak. Your logos, your rainbow. Thank you that I'm in a church where there's rainbow. Thank you that I have access to your logos. 
I was far from you. I'm reconnected to you. I was not saved. I am tonight. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, recommitted yourself to the Lord, and you're now sure, just take out your phone, guys. It's right there. Text decision at 877-552-4746. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to the number 877-552-4746 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Experience the magic of the holidays at the Bull Run Festival of Lights, Northern Virginia's largest drive through light show. Drive the festival route from the comfort of your car. Turn off your headlights and just follow the magical glow. Ooh and ah through the winter wonderland where it's always snowing and see the tallest light display yet. Purchase tickets today at BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. That's BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. Northern Virginia's largest drive through light show. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app? Over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator.